Hello and welcome to the Castcast. I'm Ilsa. I'm Ella. And I'm Jess. Who are you? Castiel. I'm an angel of the Lord. All right. Um, this week, we do have some mailbags to attend to, um, which we're very Ooh. excited to do. First of all, we have dear friend of the pod, um, our beloved Kai, who is chiming in to say, Dearest <laughs> Cascost, <laughs> formerly declining Jess's fight to the death for Lucy Dacus, because I know now happiness isn't in the having, it's in just being, it's in just saying it. And then the gif of, <laughs> of, um, of Cass being snatched by the empty. And then it says, you respectfully, don't... Kai. You don't deserve her. <laughs> if you're not going to fight for her, is that the is that the concept? Exactly. If you wouldn't die for her, you don't deserve her. I feel that. I feel this that. Is not, we're not talking about um, some broad somewhere. We're talking about Lucy Dacus. Lucy Dacus. I love that she said some broad. <laughs> Who are you? Are you from the broad. 20s? What's American going on? <laughs> hey, uh, you know. <laughs> um... <laughs> um that's so funny i feel like kai is currently living in like the kind of you know december of 2020 <laughs> mindset it just kai it's all living. very fresh it's going uh, it's it's a lot right now for kai and i think we need to respect that mm. um mm-hmm. yeah so i uh i think that's that's pretty much all we have to say about that because i feel like it was directly addressed to jess so what yeah, could i mm. possibly add you know <laughs> Good luck to you both. Lucy remains my girlfriend. <laughs> Not joking. She tags pictures of Lucy on her blog. <laughs> my girlfriend. That's my girlfriend. <laughs> it's her girlfriend. Oh, man. Okay. Um, and then I have no idea how to pronounce this URL. I'm sorry about that. Just sound it out. Elarte mm. Ternor asked... Hey, long-time listener, first-time cooler, first of all. And you don't have to answer this on air if you don't want to. Uh, We can edit this out if you guys feel like. What are your pronouns? Mine are she, they. Um, And my pronouns are they, her. What are you guys' pronouns? Just a classic she, her. She, her. Just Mm. two two she, hers coming together in love of Cass. (laughs) Just nothing fancy. (laughs) Nothing fancy. (laughs) Keeping it simple. Just... (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then they say, Jess, the way you feel about everything, about and everything you said about MCR is the is what I feel about Taylor Swift. It's so nice we have that in common, which is so passive aggressive and hilarious. I love you for this. I I don't Tumblr know how to user. interpret this. <laughs> it's so Tumblr great. user. I can't remember how the name was pronounced, but um, I agree with you. That is also how I feel about Taylor Swift. <laughs> and then they say... <laughs> I understand. I'm just, like, so glad that Taylor Swift is now on tour and you guys have to deal with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody has tickets and is not going to let the world forget it. I'm proud of you and happy I've, for you. <laughs> and I've seen her and I saw her. Oh, you did? How Wait, was it? Wait, it already yeah. happened? It was on um Sunday night. I forgot. It was so what good. The hell? How are you even supposed to talk about it? Is the thing. It's like, oh, how was it? It was good. Like, it was like so much fun. <laughs> I'm glad you had a good time. That's fantastic. 
Um, when you said you were buying tickets, I thought it, I was like, oh, it's it's currently happening, future. but maybe it's like later on in yeah, the tour that you're buying some tickets. Reason, okay. No, my I sister thought. was able to get them from somebody that she worked with, and she got them on Friday, and the show was on Sunday. That is How exciting, insane. Yeah. All right. They also say I also I wanted to let you let you all know that your intro song is so good. I especially love the outro where Cass says, "Good things do happen, Dean." I often say it to myself during the day to help me feel better. Love the show. Thank you so much for making it. I just want to give a shout out to Jess because she actually made the intro song. She just sort of did it day of the start of it all. That was like a touch of a moment of like delusion where I was like, yeah, I can make a a song. How hard can it be? But you did. It turns out it was pretty fucking hard. You did it. I did it. But you did it. And can I tell you something? It fucks. Um... And uh, she agrees with me, so I'm right. Thank you. Mm. Shout out to the <laughs> reverb function on Garage Band. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but I it's love that you say that summer. to yourself. This actually is like so sweet because I often really do cute. draw like um, encouragement and like you know like resolution and stuff from fictional characters. So it's you very like it's so sweet that you're like going about your day and you're like good things do happen, Dean, to yourself, like. It's really I love cute. that. I do. I, it's very, yeah. very endearing. I, I don't know how I'm supposed to, like, live my life like a normal person now. That's a very, very sweet thing to do. Um, and then, finally, yeah. we have Return Caller, Werewolf Transgenderism. Uh, bringing, Hello. <laughs> bringing, in, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> bringing in some very precious pictures of, um, of their cat, Luna. <laughs> with a little picture, little picture of the cat staring down at the screen. <laughs> it's Luna's reaction to her shout out. I'm hoping that <laughs> Luna heard her name and looked down at the phone. Hey, like, Luna, like a like a person who who had no idea what's going on. I'm obsessed with this. Uh, and then and a more flattering photo with a little smiley face. And then they say, "Can't wait for the next episode." You might have to wait a little longer. This is stupid, but. By the time we're releasing this, we'll have waited. Um, <laughs> Life continues to happen to all of us. Life happens to In so unprecedented many levels. Um, but yeah, thank you for the picture. Wait, I'm on um I'm on Ella Taterno's blog right now, which first of all, um, your blog is very pretty. Love it. It's oh, so cool. rare these days that somebody has like a nice blog because Tumblr doesn't, you know, promote the individual blog anymore, but I appreciate this, but they did reblog mm. this post. Says we need to bring back the word square. Like I don't think it's problematic, but if you listen to Taylor Swift, I just kind of think that's lame as hell. So <laughs> <laughs> great, <laughs> correct. But oh, it's to be a square. I'm having fun as long as you're having fun. Oh, they also reblogged uh, a screenshot of that tweet that's like, my son can be gay, my daughter can be Lebanese, but I will never raise a child who likes Taylor Swift. Yes, you will. <laughs> <laughs> With that attitude, yes, you will. <laughs> oh, man. This is a fun you will vlog. Have, you will have a time. straight Swifty son. Ugh, that's a, diff- that's a difficult call. It's rough to live with. Wow. You will. Okay. A fate. A fate you've wished upon them. <laughs> not, not a fate. It sounds a prophecy. like more like a curse. Yeah, sorry, like a. <laughs> All right. So this week we are covering. Um, oh wait, wait, wait! 
I have um I have that bonus ask I wanted to tell you to about. Oh right, so excuse me. I'm so sorry. I did a sh- I did a shout out um I guess a couple of episodes now um about we're talking about gone to my cam and we'd gotten Anon who'd also went to Melbourne's my cam show and literally like minutes before we started recording tonight um I got an Anon being like hey I'm the Perth Anon who went to the MC yeah! concert sorry it wasn't an Anon it was a DM I got a DM from them hello yay um it's on Tumblr what's up um I guess they I'm not sure if they want to be Anon we'll find out yell <laughs> <Nail> out <laughs> <laughs> Once we re- revealed your identity, good... I'm sure we can. Do it. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine if you put just put that like, cat mm. back in the bag. Yeah, everyone, please. They, forget they what just we wanted said. to <laughs> just take me up to heaven's um, lobotomy center. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just wanted to say, okay, I just want to say for the record that I actually didn't think Cass think Cass would be an MCR fan crying face. I just <laughs> felt like I should include him in some way in an ask to a Cass theme podcast. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry my but I appreciate that so much. You were like, well, they do have a whole thing wait, wait, going wait. on. <laughs> also, my sympathies to Ilsa re-concerts because, yes, they live in Perth. So Thank you um. for getting it. I should probably just go see more local shows. Like, I shouldn't be a bitch about it. Um, and just, like, get into South African music more. But I keep telling myself that and then not doing it. Like, there are a couple of, like, Afrikaans bands that I like, but I do need uh, to cast a wider net if I need to listen to good music. There are some good mm-hmm. DJs, really good house DJs. They know DJs. the Mountain Goats, though, so I understand why you've not. Yeah, like, I mean... Like, no, but I mean, like, DJ Black Coffee is pretty good. If you like house and stuff like that, that's really fun. But, like, that was in my high school years that I listened to house. So I just, I need to get back into what's popular down here. And then I'll have realize a good you time. had a house phase. Yeah, it was really fun. They used to have, like, a house hour. Well, not an hour. It was way longer. Um, like, a house show on Sunday afternoons. And I would sit and do my homework and, like, listen to house. And it is like really calming because all the tracks just flow together into the next one mm. and so you just don't have to think about it, it just is uh good to work to i listened to the radio in those days gonna get back to the radio oh i used to listen to the radio so much i kind of liked it i was like there was a time where i was like i'll maybe i'll become a, a radio host like a for for a job mm-hmm. Um, that was like also me because when you're a kid you only know like the jobs your parents do teachers and like <laughs> like be a radio host if you listen to the radio and i was like i mean Man, yeah i'm gonna be on 94.5 with chris and the crew in the mornings <laughs> i didn't ever really like a lot of the radio hosts this is so mean that there were a lot of like people on there that i was like you're fine and then some people i was like okay you seem cool and then other people that I was like, your job is being obnoxious and you do it well. So I guess. I need it. I just want to remind you guys that we are currently making a podcast. I was about to that's say. internet radio. Like, yeah. You, you, you are broadcasting. That is kind of, it's kind of the best we can do. You're doing it. It's not the same as Chris and the crew, though. They got phone calls. It's <laughs> they talk about stupid have- shit for five hours every morning. Not serious stuff like us. Oh, my God. So people should send us voicemail like <gasps> that we could react they to. They should do that. I would love that. <laughs> to our email. 
please. That seems like a big That'd ask. That'd be so fun. You can do that, but maybe we should make a Discord server. <laughs> 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 or something, and then they can just send us voice notes and we can download those. I don't know if that's work. They can send um, little things in, the, in emails, though. Yeah, but yeah. it's, like, annoying to do, but I believe in them. Um... Well, some people have iPhones, and it's quite easy on an iPhone. All right, well, go for oh, yourself. brutal. So. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get into the episode? Yes. All right. Um, so this week we are covering My Heart Will Go On. It was released on April 15, 2011, written by Eric Carmelo and Nicole Snyder, and directed by Mike Roll. Um. Jess, do you happen to have the cast count account on hand? <laughs> you know one? I surely do. Oh, fuck yeah. I like this confidence. All right. Seven minutes. 53 Seven seconds. minutes. 53 seconds. Nearly eight. It's, Nearly eight. It's not as bad as it could have been, Award. That's great. Mm. Love it. It's been worse. It has seven minutes is pretty good. Buddy. And there were seven good minutes. Oh, buddy, has it been worse? It's they been, were good. It's been a lot worse than this. Um, Wait, um, it was it was directed by Phil Segresha. I don't know who you said. I said Mike Roll. Mark Mike Roll. That's what the Supernatural no. Wiki says. Hold on, who's lying? No, it says Phil Segresha. I'm I'm looking at it right now with my eyeballs, um, and I remembered because I clicked onto him, and I just I saw that he left to go work on the boys in the fifteenth season. You know who else? You know who else has worked on the boys? Billy Zane. Because I was looking at Billy Zane's Wikipedia page, a depressing document to be sure, (laughs) but saw that he's been in three episodes of The Boys as himself, I believe. Wait, let me. (laughs) Wait, I don't even know who Billy Zane is, but he is coming up so much today. He's the hot guy from Titanic. Oh my God. Is he? You don't think he's hot? hot? You don't think he's hot? He's like. No. I mean, he's mean. But I don't think that <laughs> prevents him from also being hot. He's not be ugly, but I've just never thought, oh, yeah, that guy. Okay. 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 Billy I Zane. recognize him from the boys. He's now. hot and he's supposed to be hot. Okay. So amending my previous statement, according to IMDb, it is directed by Philip Segresha and written by Eric Kripke, Eric C. Carmelo, and Nicole Snyder. What Wikipedia are you on? Are you on the supernaturalwiki.com? Yeah, I was, but now I'm on the IMD. I'm on supernatural.fandom.com. Oh, so I think Eric Kripke just gets credit for like everything, for everything? on IMDb. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. All right. As fuck. like the creator okay. or whatever. All right. Okay. Final run at this. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Ella's not happy. I need to do it right. You're, you can just, no, you can no, just, no, just no, hold no, it no. out. Ella's if you want. not happy. Wait. <laughs> Let me do it right. Okay. I know it's it's not like me to nitpick. I'm sorry. Uh, it's I'll not just... like you to stop that. Mm-hmm. You know I'll come for you. <laughs> okay, so it's directed by Phillips Grisha, written by Eric Carmelo and Nicole Snyder. And I think I said this, but it was released on April 15th, 2011. All right. We did the cast count. We're out. Let's uh Let's let's hear from Jess about the rest of it because I'm I'm very scared about fucking up now. Over to Jess. Over to um, Jess. What happened this episode? Over to Jess with the recap in the New Jersey studio in the New Jersey from the New Jersey desk. Um, <laughs> sorry, I was deep in the boys' wiki reading about Billy Zane's appearances. 
Um, so my heart will go on. My dog is barking upstairs. Can I give you a little aside about what's happening in New Jersey right now? There's probably a dude. We would love that. Riding down the street on his bike, an old man. He rides his bike slowly and he has his dog trot next to the bike and it's very cute and they just move slowly down the street and it drives Rosie to an apoplectic rage when she sees it. She's like, I'll fucking kill you. Get the fuck off that bike. Stop running next to the bike. This is evil. Stop it. It makes Stop her crazy. It. it makes her crazy. So rage yeah. Rosie's heart. Literally. I and like then like Rosie her whole that. body is like so like tense and like she's like <laughs> it's awesome. She's um, like, anyway. <laughs> yeah. I love she this. barks and barks and barks. Yeah. I'm okay. so glad we got this. I feel like we need more actually New Jersey desk content. That's great. I can definitely do that. I just pulled I my mic this. off. Okay, there we go. Oop, there we go. Yeah. I feel like you just started sounding different. Are you still recording? Yeah. I just my mic is it's a lav, so it like clips on and I accidentally like pulled it off. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so in My Heart Will Go On, we're dealing mm-hmm. with fate. Fate. So crazy. So the episode That's starts crazy. with what can only be described as a Looney Tunes death of this dude <laughs> who, like, I don't know, he's hammering on a random piece of ma- I was, like, watching this and I was like, this has got to be one of your worst cold opens ever. Like, what the fuck is this guy even doing in the garage? I can okay, think- can I just say that the <laughs> events happening in a garage is inscrutable, but the way he has organized his is awful and I he deserved to die. I was like, at what point do you just give it up and go inside? Not this dude. Despite, like... <laughs> Knocking, like, <laughs> slipping on a skateboard and ne- nearly, like, stabbing his eyes out and then slipping on... You know what I mean? It's just, like, it's ridiculous. Mm. This is too much. Anyway, that's it's not so even the point of this episode. The point of this episode is that he dies, okay? He, he dies! <laughs> and then, you know, we go to the boys and they're at Bobby's house and they're really worried about Bobby because he's drinking so hard because he actually killed Rufus last episode. Which I forgot that yeah. like that's why Rufus dies because Bobby is like yeah has evil worms and black evil goo. Worm. It's so fucked up and it's kills Rufus. Also, Samuel is is dead. Yeah, but who gives a shit? I don't care. I forgot. Yeah. So <laughs> I forgot about it. I I, so I went back and checked because like I was like, what happened? And they didn't mention Cass at all because he's um, not in there. So I guess he's just yeah he's yeah he's he's busy. He's got so, shit to do. The boys are having, like, one of the classic supernatural conversations that usually it's Dean and Sam having this, and it's Sam trying to get Dean to talk about the fact that he's sad that Cass is dead, but instead it's the oh, boys yeah. trying to get Bobby to talk about the fact that he's sad that Rufus is dead. And I was watching this, and I was like, Boofus real? Boofus real, dude. <laughs> like, seriously. They were in love. They've, oh, it's they've... so sad. It is incredibly I sad. I think as well, in a similar Destiel fashion, I think by emphasizing, like, the um, Alan-Bobby relationship in this ep- episode, yeah, it's kind of like doing, like, a parallel. It's like, he's sad about yeah. Rufus dying. Oh, now he's sad. You know, he'll be sad about if Alan dies. It's like... And now it's, like, not gay that he's sad because you know, Ellen dies. Mm. And he's sad for Rufus dying. This um, is, I don't know. I was like, this is a very... I feel a lot, but like, it just it just seemed like crazy. 
I've got notes. Continue, Jess. Oh, car corner question. Yes. Do you know what car they they drove instead of the Impala? Because that was a cool-ass car. Was it a Camaro? It's a Ford Mustang. Oh, never mind. It's a Ford? Fuck yeah, yeah, dude. Okay, uh, continue. Apparently, it's the original one that, like, uh, Kripke, like, wanted. And then when he, like, talked to car people about it, they were like, no. They were like, no. That's not cool. It's not cool. This, uh, someone, it, there's a there's a trivia note about it, like somebody sent, telling him that you can fit a body in the back of an Impala. Okay. Which you Because the Impala is famously, it's a mom car, you know? <laughs> the Mustang. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm so sorry for interrupting. Um, Continue on your on your. I journey. also had that in my notes. So thank you for doing that. Um. Yeah. So... As they're, like, trying to talk to Bobby, he's like, get the fuck out of here. I don't even want to see you right now. And they go to investigate a string of mysterious deaths in um, Chester, Pennsylvania. So they leave. And as they leave, they get into a Ford Mustang, not the Impala. And I did have a moment where I was like, is this the season where they're driving different cars all the time? Oh, yeah. I was also like, I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. sure. I was like, sure, sure, sure. Um. So, you know, that was weird. Um, And they get there and they're talking about, like, she said that she'd be there soon. Um, And so it turns out that actually the she that they're talking about is Ellen because she, like, walks in and she's like, you smell like a bar. It's like a cute little domestic scene, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So, and then she says that she's been with, like, Joe and her crew, which is, like, very sweet. I love this universe of, like, Joe having a crew. I know. I was also like, I need this. Yeah. And so they're married. Let me see it. Crazy, right? That's insane. Yeah. Um, So while Dean and Sam are investigating the case uh, in Pennsylvania, they're finding these gold threads at all of these mysterious deaths. Um, And... They see this, like, blonde woman. Um, And then this is when Ellen is like, oh, this is the same case that, like, Joe is dealing with. They're also finding these gold threads at these weird deaths that seem to have no, like, um, the monsters don't seem to be killing these people. It's just, like, weird deaths. And then this gold thread is there. Um, Mm. And so the only thing that ties all of these deaths together is that their ancestors were on the Titanic. And there's, like, kind of a funny scene where they're all like, the Titanic? What's the Titanic? Do you know the Titanic? Mm-hmm. No. And I was like, you know, how many famous boats can you name? Like, the Titanic, we obviously all know it, but that's really because of the movie. You yeah. know, pre the movie, I feel like some people know about the Titanic, but, like, now it's, like, a household name. Yeah. Yeah, like, I th- I feel like maybe it w- at the time it was, like, a really big boat. So it's like, if you were really into boats, you'd be like, yeah, right. you know, in 1912, well, this was the biggest boat or whatever. I was like, yeah, it was a really big boat. That's why they named it. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's like... But yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's like in terms of like the Hindenburg. If the movie was never made, you would just know it because like it sank and you would know it as like a maritime disaster. But unless you're like a mm. real nerd, you probably wouldn't actually know that much about it. Mm. Um, mm. Anyway. Don't know much about the Hindenburg, to be honest. It was a blimp. It's why we don't use blimps for air oh, travel. That, that guy. The hydrogen exploded. Okay. Putting it together. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Who could have predicted that? Literally no one. It, um, it's so funny. <laughs> They're just like, what if? 
This is how it flies. Sorry. So <laughs> while they're like investigating the, the Titanic, they're like, oh, it turns out like it almost hit this iceberg. Um, but it didn't because the first mate was a guy named I.P. Freely. And he said, <laughs> go around the iceberg. And then they find a picture of I.P. Freely and it is Balthazar. What's up? Um, and then they summon Balthazar and he's like, I, yeah, unsink the Titanic because I hated the movie. And they're like, what movie? And he's like, exactly. And that Celine Dion song fucking sucked. And they're like, who's Celine Dion? And he's like, exactly. Um, <laughs> and then he like reveals that, you know, all of these things are like different because he unsank the Titanic. Um, mm-hmm. Like the boy's not driving an Impala and Bobby and... Ellen being married and Joe being alive, like, and they find out that if the Titanic sinks, then Ellen and Joe die, which is like pretty funny to me. I don't know. I was There's like, how does that, that affect just, like, makes me stuff? Laugh. I was like, like, you really just threw it together, didn't you? Yeah, it's like so. It's, it's like sad. goofy. It's fun. It's fun. It's the exact right kind of fun, goofy that I, I love. Um, but it is funny. And so they realize that the fates are, like, connected to this gold thread and the thing and, like, all of this stuff. And, like, because the Titanic didn't sink, there's, like, 50,000 people alive that weren't supposed to be. And so that's, like, fucking up the world. And so, like, the fates are trying to, like, kill all these people to get them back to normal. um, To get the world back to normal. And um, when they're talking to Bobby, he's like, well, you can't let Ellen and Joe die. And they're like, for sure. Yes. We um, do that. They're like, understood. Yeah, but like Ellen points out when she and Bobby are talking, she's like, um, you know, never being born is different than like dying, how they're dying, which is horribly. <laughs> mm. Um so then there's a scene where they think they, they see fate like in a building, the boys do. Mm. And they go and they try to chase her down. Um, and she fills the place with gas. And as they're about to light a lighter for whatever reason, it ignites the gas. But Cass pulls them out immediately and takes them to white Russia, which I don't understand what that's supposed to be. I'm Googling as um, we speak. In, in the, um, let me find it. In the trivia, it explained something. Let me. Is it supposed to be um, like a function of the Titanic not having sunk that there's like different yeah. rushes. Oh, it's... It's... Okay, so it's Belarus. Yeah. It's an old term for Belarus, and it says that... That's crazy. Maybe the Russian Revolution in 1917 didn't happen. Um, oh, that's so cool. the Soviet Union didn't occur. I actually do like be, this Somehow. Now. It would actually be so funny if Cass, like, continually referred to places as, like, what they no longer are. You know what I mean? Like, if we called, like, New York City, yeah. like, New Amsterdam, and, like... <laughs> Like wherever Babylon yeah. and was, Istanbul like, is Constantinople. <laughs> exactly, stuff like that. <laughs> that would be so good. Um, I do like White Russia quite a lot. Um, for it being an an implication in terms of of history, that's cool. Yeah, that's fun. But basically, Cass is like, we're gonna have to kill her if we want to stop her. Um, and we need to tempt fate, which leads to. A funny scene where Sam and Dean try to tempt fate and they like have to walk past all of these like dangerous situations and think that they're like about to die. Um, but what actually happens is that a piano gets dropped on them. Like this is 
There's a lot of like Looney Tunes stuff in Supernatural, but this is one that's like extremely Looney Tunes without ever alluding to a cartoon. Atropos um, is just kind yeah. of a she's a silly girl, and I just I think that they don't get to that really in the episode. Besides, <laughs> in this in the way that she orchestrates death, it's yeah, she's goofy. Um, I don't think it's a piano. I think it's like an air conditioner. Same oh. thing. Honestly, mind, it doesn't really a make a difference. <laughs> yeah, it's a piano in um, you know, in the one where Dean dies a million times. <laughs> Why can't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That episode. Um, yeah, mystery spot. Then. So mystery spot, yes. As the piano is falling on them, um, time stops, and Castiel and Fate, who he calls Atropos, have um, a confrontation, and she's like really pissed off that the apocalypse didn't happen. She's like, "This is like my main deal. Like I'm like Fate, and you stopped it." And Cass is like, "We need freedom, not this. Like not fate." Mm like sorry and she's like obviously mm. furious but she also is like you were the one that unsank the titanic because you needed the 50,000 souls that were on board and Cass is like um no mm. uh, not me he's like Shh, I would never <laughs> he does a really good job at lying and she's like it. don't pull that shit with me Cass <laughs> um <laughs> and I was really afraid that he was going to kill her but he doesn't thank god um but basically, she's like, if you don't fix this shit with the Titanic, I am killing the Winchesters. So, bye. And she pieces out. And so, basically, um, Cass and Balthazar go back and they, like, sink the Titanic for real. Everything goes back to normal. Um, and then it's like the boys wake up in the Impala back at Bobby's house and they're like, uh... That was so crazy. You both had the same dream. Um, and then Cash shows up and he's like, yeah, listen, all of that was totally real. And I wanted you to remember it because I wanted you to understand like fate and who she is and what's going on with that. And then he's like, I need you to understand that fighting for freedom is more important than destiny. Like you taught me that. And he's like trying to get them. He's like trying to justify himself. And they're just like, okay, like, dude, you're so fucking intense, like, <laughs> um, and then Dean is like, so Balthazar really sunk it because he hated the movie, and Gas is like, yeah, yes, he did do that. No that Balthazar reason. So do not goofy. worry about it. Definitely <laughs> don't think about this anymore. <laughs> Stop right there. No need to consider it. We're done here. Um, I kind of love him for that. In the episode is <laughs> I over, I'm like, like, like liar. pulling at his collar, like <laughs> he's literally like, uh -huh, uh -huh, yes, 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 yes. That Balthazar, that old Balthazar, <laughs> such a loose cannon. Just anyway, a classic Balthazar uh, mess around. <laughs> what a silly guy. <laughs> Anyway, that's um, My mm -hmm. Heart Will Go On. Cheers oh, they also that. play My Heart Will Go On on the radio when they wake up, which I was like, that's a nice touch. I really like that, and I am surprised that they could afford it. I don't know how much that costs. <laughs> I assume it can't be cheap. Mm. They had this, and they had uh, they had this in one way or another, too. In that, I was like, mm -hmm. you have two famous tracks in this one. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Mm. 
I need to tell you something funny about this episode. Um, I'd love the to way that I experience it. It's not really funny inherently about the episode. It's just funny about my afternoon. Um, I was worried I mm-hmm. wouldn't have enough time to finish watching it because I was having trouble with my um, streaming services. And so I just watched the pirated copy I have on my laptop. <gasps> yeah. Um, but I watched it at... <laughs> I watched it at like one point. What, uh, 1.1 speed at some points because I was like I need to know what's going on <laughs> and then at other points I watched it at fully I'm not kidding <laughs> two, two times the speed they were, they were speed. running around <laughs> they were rushing through dialogue it was a fantastic time <laughs> it zips some people watch whole shows like that I've never done it but it's I've fucking crazy that. I was like this is just a refresher um, and it's an insane way to do it. I liked it though. I was like, I might do this again. <laughs> the only thing was, I sometimes I didn't get all of the like images, all of the pictures. So that was a bit disappointing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but other than that, it was a good time. Um, yeah, this episode has a lot, guys. Where do you want to? A lot. I think it's good. I think it's fun. It's a it's yeah, really I fun. fun. This is like an idea that I had when I was like watching this episode. Um mm-hmm. which is like obviously Supernatural has an incredibly robust fan fiction uh community. Yeah, yeah, like Archive? there's like a ton of fucking fan fiction about it. And yeah. also like in the show, they often do fan fiction where they're like, well, what if this thing was different? Wouldn't the show be different? Where they do these, like, like mm-hmm. the gin dream where it's like, okay, what if John died and Mary lived? Like, what would that be like? And then it's like this. It's like, what if the Titanic mm. didn't sink and Bobby and Hold Ellen on. were a couple? What would that be like? And then, like, Hang on just a second. as they, like, I go just... through, they often do these episodes where, like, they do, like, their little AUs and stuff. And I'm like, it's funny that they do that, like, in the show when I feel like, it's not that they don't encourage fanfiction, but they obviously have a contentious relationship with Destiel fanfiction, um, while mainly thinking that, like, Wincess fanfiction is, like, a sort of a silly joke. You know what I mean? I have no idea yeah. who thinks what in that room about what, to be honest with you. Um, I just realized when you said that about the gin dream that that is, like, basically what the gin is saying is, like, yeah, he wishes his mom had, di- had lived and his dad died. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy yeah. you just processing that now <laughs> yes <I'm> sorry <laughs> i get we didn't it cover it like, four seasons later oof, okay yeah. all right you guys will gonna have to i'll be back with you in a minute <laughs> um <laughs> speaking of fanfic one thing that i had in my notes is that i think this is the only kind of bobby het pairing that i like like i yeah, love i, enjoyed I love it. Bufus. Bufus um, but I do. It's for real. But this is, yeah, this is the only time that I don't just kind of get a bit grossed out by the multiple women Bobby kind of gets linked up with. I think, like, um, there's another person this season. God, what's her name? We met her a few episodes ago. She's fine. The Oh, Dr. Visiak? Yeah, yeah. Like, I like that. But I mean, like, you know, we don't know her as well as Ellen, and I, yeah. I like him and Ellen. It's, you know, all the AU girlies big very popular pairing for i don't like pairing who's dean living with <laughs> if not i don't like not john yeah i don't like pairing um 
uh, Bobby and Ellen and Fig. I think that's a little lazy and heavy-handed. Um, this is my personal opinion, mm. but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it in this episode, so you know, maybe I'm being prejudiced and a dick. Could happen. I like it in this episode, but only as like I don't really like it for Fick, mainly because yeah. Ellen is fully twenty years younger than Bobby. And like, are you serious? Is she? Yes, the actress is twenty years younger than Jim Beaver, which I have to assume that they're the same age. You know what I mean? Like what? the characters are the same age. You don't have to. You can assume something different that makes it less gross. It's just like, I did assume they were the same age because I always kind of just put Bobby in like their at like parents category. Right. It's like if they're not the boy's age, then this is the thing that drives me nuts about Supernatural. It's, it's like if they're not the boy's age, then they are Bobby's age. That is like the two ages that you can be in Supernatural, which is why Mary yeah. ends up getting paired with Bobby later. But it's like... um. Yeah, he's like forty years older than Mary at that point, and it's like he is. Stop matching him up with people, okay? Mm. Stop it. And Jody, he's a loner. Don't they like tease Jody as well? <laughs> they do for a bit. Even even though Jody is like fully the boy's age, is she? Yeah, but they're like she's a mom, so she's not sexy, and she has short hair, so she's not. She's sexy. only like a. She's only like a little bit older than Dean. Uh, that's also something that always weirded me out is like the Jody is like a mom to Dean thing. I was like, that mm-hmm. is strange. Yeah, I know. And I like, I kind of like Jody and Sam. We'll have time to talk about this later. Love Jody and Sam. Like, I know we don't cover. We'll Jody, do but... that. Yeah. yeah, I like them. Um, what do you mean, like romantically yeah. or as friends, like in the show? Yeah, like I don't mind if I don't mind a fic where it's like you know what Jody and Sam. All right. I feel like, like just Sam I... has so many, like options with that he has more chemistry with okay sam to me has three love interests that i'm genuinely compelled by and it's um ruby rowena and eileen and that's about it right jess jody's on that list for me i would say jess to me is interesting if if eileen doesn't exist oh yeah i thought you were talking about me i was like huh what huh (laughs) you are interesting (laughs) to me regardless i feel like you you should know that um I didn't. I didn't think I it needed to bring it up. Okay, but this episode though, what do you think of the of the the central like a uh, uh, um, motive, right? The idea that that Cass is trying to mint souls. What do you guys think about that? I love it. Well, I okay, love how I she just, just like takes yeah, him to like, task, and she's like, she's like, this is fucked up. Yeah, I love that. Mm. Get his ass. Get his ass. I don't usually say this about Cass. But, but it's um, fun. <laughs> it is fun. This one. This one around. I thought it was so smart. I like I like how you get to see like the Cass's burden in this episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can I it's a bit of a teaser to the events of the man who would be king. Oh, yeah, man. Like having an angel kind of having the conversations with him. I know that like fate isn't really talked about as an angel, right? But Yeah, but like That's she's... what they are, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird, yes. it's a weird nebulous thing. The lore is weird. Can I also yeah, just say, and, um, yeah, um, I just thought it was really interesting. It also sort of solidifies the Americanism of the show. Um, that it's the Titanic that they go for, as opposed oh, yeah. to a number of other disasters they could have relieved. Um, that would perhaps have totally. Have made a bigger, but because it has a an impact on media and an impact on like 
I don't know. I just thought it, I thought it was really interesting. It's very obvious. Like that by the like, you know, they're able to Google what it is. Like if this was happening, like, I don't know, in Vietnam or something, yeah. like a bunch of people, you know, like there's a bunch of different events in the world that you could have just had not happen. Yeah, what if he stopped like the genocide in India in the previous century? Like Yeah. I'm just saying like, like- I see why they wouldn't do an episode on that because it's quite depressing. It's quite depressing. And, whereas this is kind of Funny. like a, well, we've already all thought about how everyone died on the Titanic for a while. We've, as a culture, we've kind of. I think also. It's sad, but we've, we're over it to a certain extent. I think. Enough to make jokes like this, I guess. Yeah, I think it's also because of the, like, the fact that it, it seems like such an avoidable mistake. Um, like, if yeah. they just missed the iceberg, they would have been fine. Um, yeah. So maybe that's that's the the reasoning, but I did think it was funny. Worth noting, according to me, <laughs> it is funny, and it's interesting as well. Like what you were talking about, Jess, with it kind of being like an exploration of this like AU. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk about it a bit in the episode, but this is very different from the time travel that has happened before on the show. Like the time travel that we've already seen has kind of been that. Uh, what do you call it? Like. To avoid the grandfather paradox, it's just, like, everything that's happened has already happened. So, you know, they go back in time, right. doesn't matter, because, like, you can't actually go back in time, anything, whatever. Yeah. yeah, but, like, Balthazar specifically says to them, like, you know, there's no rules anymore or something. So I mm-hmm. guess he was literally able to create a different timeline through his actions. But I guess, what, angels just were, it was frowned against to do that or something in the past? Or, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess so. Or, like, fate would, like, fuck you up if you did it, if you did that. Right. I, like, I was, like, they allude to, like, her two sisters, too. I mean, they never bring back fate, which is a bummer. That's what I also was thinking about. Yeah. Like, I wanted to talk about that, because it's crazy. Fate becomes, goes back to being um, an abstract concept after this episode, which is a little interesting. Like, why do you guys think that they chose to, to do that? I think, like, it would have been too difficult for... She would always be a villain, do you know what I mean? And I think they didn't want that. They were like, we have enough... It's not like them... (laughs) It's not like them to not bring back something like this just to (laughs) kill them off. Like, I imagine you could have done this, like, later on when there's heaven stuff happening. Like, maybe, you know, she's for there's some other you know reason like this and, and then, you know, they figure out to kill her because there's a weapon to kill her. Um, that we never see again. Um, it's literally only in that like two second frame of Balthazar like yeah. behind like, her, huh, like, what to, like, I didn't, stab her. I didn't do what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a cool looking blade. I don't know if you guys saw it. It's got like a, no. I was watching a two point bit. two point OSP. I wonder if we can pull up like a you know behind the scenes image of it or something. Maybe. But it's like shorter and gold and has like um that kind of part that covers the top of your hand i can't remember what that's called but yeah it's like a little smaller little blade well is the hilt the handle the crossbar or maybe okay this i don't know (laughs) sorry (laughs) sorry it's cute okay i'm looking it up fake killing blade yeah it would have been cool to be like like maybe they could have been like another you know type of angel that we see like how there's a few different types or something, but I found you know, it. We just have to assume it's that, I guess. I found a little picture. You found it, what? I found a little picture. I'd like to see it, please. Show. I would. I show us. The I'm copying. I'd like the to image. see. I'd like to see it. <laughs> you would like to see it? Are you sure? 
I'd like to see it. I can't please. unsee it. It's very small. Okay, hold on. I'd also like to see it. Okay, well, <laughs> it's going in general. It's it's going in there. Can I see it? Just just give me please. a second. My computer is so slow. <laughs> I'd love to see it. You'd love to see it. Okay, well, it's up there. Let's see if I can find some other pictures. Yeah, see, so it's it's it looks like it's, it's like a little knife. It's yeah, it's either like a knife or like a more kind of diamond shape instead of the triangle. No, shape it's a it's a little knife. It's it's definitely not shaped that way. I can I can see that, I think. Um it's kind of rounded at the bottom. I don't know. I think that's just a weird design element. I'm not sure. I'm trying to look for it, but like because it's called the fake killing knife, I'm getting a lot of demon killing knives. <laughs> In the picture. Yeah, there's too many knives. It was hard to look at. There's up. too many ex killing um, knives, which is we need we need a different <laughs> we need a different like um <laughs> convention for naming these things. Yeah. This could have been a character that they could have brought back in season fifteen, like with all the kind of Chuck bullshit. Yeah. Like with death, like this, all those like death books and stuff. Like, how does fate tie into all that? Just doesn't. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I wonder if she's just like. I hate when this show is that bad. <laughs> doesn't make I wonder if she just like gives up. She and her sisters go and they drink my ties on the beach. They're just like fuck all of this. They're like fuck you guys. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. You can buy so many of these knives and whatnot for for people for gifts. Um, just something no no. It's interesting. I'm this close to trying to get an angel blade. I, they're so cool. All right, moving forward. I like uh, I like that the 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 rest of the show that fate isn't characterized like isn't a, a real person. <laughs> I know that that's mm. that or personalized. I suppose is that is that the the term. Um, I like personified. Personified. Thank you. I like fate just being. You know, something that floats on the floats on the wind is just a force without an actor playing them, um, because mm. so many of the stuff in in the show get get actors playing them, and I'm like, guys, guys, yeah, <laughs> it was cooler when this was a a non personified tool of God. Like I liked it better, but. Um, mm. I, it's creepier it's as well creepier. when something's kind of just as opposed yeah, to in the background and, and not just some dude or some girl in in high yeah. heels and glasses for some reason like you know are we done mm. with the cw blowout i know i like i'm obsessed with how they like costume people in the show oh yeah it so sucks it's it, it sucks, sucks. It sucks. Do you remember that episode with the truth deity that you liked? How they they costumed yeah. her. You had the, a good time with that, and, the, and then this one, you're like, what the fuck? I know. Well, it's just like the thing of like, oh, all of the angels are look like bank tellers. I'm like, yeah, okay, good. I hate that. <laughs> it literally kills me. I think we might have talked about this before because I remember looking it up, but I have a feeling that like the person who did it at the start of the show is a different person who did it towards the end of the show. But I don't want to be clicking back in right now. We can that can be a story for another day. I feel like it would be rude also to to like be like you specifically die, you know. But whatever. (laughs) Yeah, but it's also like it's what they have to do to like show like so that you can look at a crowd of people and be like, okay, those are angels. 
Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they should it's be the same a reason why folks. all hunters wear just like jeans and flannels. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason that like demons pretty much wear just like casual clothes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It seems like a symptom of also the kind of like trying to make the show easier to consume. So, like yeah. I said, so like if someone looks in a crowd, they can tell who's a hunter, but mm-hmm. it's like. If you're actually trying to world build, it's a bit shit. Exactly. <laughs> and and it's it's kind of yeah, assuming it's, it's like it's incredibly boring. Yeah, it's assuming like a level of intelligence in your audience. They're like, they're not gonna care if everyone's dressed yeah. the same. But it's like, no, well, like, why? It's like, yeah. why it's like no, they? I know. It's like no, 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 right. no, no, no. I do care. I care immensely. Um. Yeah. Also, really funny. Okay, so little trivia moment. Um. Sam makes a reference to the butterfly effect and both Dean and Balthazar are like, oh, fuck. Uh, f- sorry, they're both like, oh, fuck. Ash- Ashton Kutcher. God, why was that sentence so hard? It's, um, it's a weird name. <laughs> and it's, I think there's a, I might be wrong, but doesn't Dean at some point also say yes. that butterfly the butterfly effect is Ashton Kutcher's second best movie? Yeah, I saw Or that. something else is... <laughs> That's what he says. I was so- like... He's either insulting What's Ashton in that on? moment and being like, you know, he doesn't even got that many good movies, or he's since become a stan. But he got defensive about it. Yeah. <laughs> he got defensive about it, so I don't know what's going on. Um, I do want him to be standing Ashton. I think that's really funny. Um, Speaking of standing <laughs> celebrities, I was a bit obsessed with the concept of, like, maybe Sam checks out Celine Dion more after this event and that like that's how he gets into oh my her God, he's like and that's how she's his favorite <laughs> that's really good that's i like incredible. that i like it a I really lot like that. you know yeah. like he's going through a weird time right now like maybe he picks up like a best Sorry, of I'm, cd it's or something my mind yeah he's like reminded yeah he's like oh yeah, yeah selena's like actually really good yeah, I was also like in this episode where Balthazar was like talking shit about her, and I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" I don't know much about her, but I feel compelled to like <laughs> to defend her. I was like, "You're being so mean." She got a check for this episode, I guess. So you're being so so mean. Also, like the idea that her that her fame rested on Titanic. Titanic I think it's like so not. Mean accurate i disagree yeah i think yeah. she didn't she already have she was like, famous she in was canada like she was a she was a big pop star in canada i just like don't think that that would have made her into a destitute lounge singer or whatever yeah. balthazar mm. calls her that's exactly what he calls her good job this has reminded me of something i was thinking about with the episode um it's like i was like oh warner brothers must own titanic that's how the, like that's you know, how they're kind of able to do all this, but they don't. Like, it's it's not under the same, like, corporate umbrella, which is MGM? often... Well, at, yeah. uh, it's like, usually when they are referencing another TV show in such a strong way, it's, like, part of the universe. That's why we get so many, like, Looney Tune things and, like, the Scooby-Doo and all that. Yeah. But, mm. but with this, it's just not. It's a completely different studio, it. yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying, isn't it... Isn't Titanic MGM? I feel like I remember that. But I, uh, I, I don't remember. remember. I just remember looking it up and it wasn't It doesn't matter. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. Can I complain about something? Okay, go off. Yeah. I've complained about this before, earlier in the episode. I need to complain again about the guy, the guy's garage. Okay? Okay. I support him so much. <laughs> 
sometimes you are sitting with a piece of metal and you're hammering that thing out into a shape that you like and mm-hmm. you need for your personal like, what little is that what was that it's a that? piece of metal I... that he is fucking with okay sometimes that's life <laughs> and he goes piece of crap and I'm like Ilsa's taking this personally Ilsa's pile I'm of, of DIYs is taking this really personally <laughs> Sometimes people just I have, have an stuff. instinct. I have an instinct. I feel really bad for him that he was struggling with this project. But like, and I get it. Sometimes you're drinking a stress beer or whatever while you're doing your thing. God knows this weekend when I was doing, I was doing a project. I was sitting there with a cigarette in my left hand and like fucking around with something in the other hand. Um, yeah. And it hammering was on a piece of scrap metal. Quite literally, yeah. Actually, I was chiseling up under a piece of scrap. It was a whole thing. Um, <laughs> I was trying to bend it a certain way, and I did get it right. Well, so nice. Whatever. You gotta stay busy. Yeah. Be well, careful. yeah. We gotta have a functioning sink. Um, Don't leave any but, skateboards like around. Yeah, but like his fucking garage is a menace, and I understand it's very easy for a garage to get. And like unorganized, but don't make it unsafe. You can't hang your shears like that. Your shears <laughs> you were perfectly lined up. To, you gotta to, put them face down. You have you to put, put them, them points face, down. Like put the points against the wall. Just turn them around. It's easy. Please, your eyes. And this episode also, like, made I me so much like- more paranoid about how I store shit. Tools. It's so scary. I'm very very freaked out. I all of a sudden like need to pee so bad. So can you just pause for like two minutes? I'll just be two seconds. It's fine. I'm gonna keep ranting. Oh well, okay. But then I won't know what you said. Just pause. You'll know when I said when the episode comes. Please pause. <laughs> pause for me. No. Okay. Uh, no. Okay. Fucking <laughs> copy. Copy. <laughs> just like also, why was he holding up the garage door with a piece of wood? Literally. And then I understand it's like you know, supernatural, but, like, the thing, the door comes down and he heads this man, when realistically it would crush the Yeah, like, I don't know about that. That is very Looney Tunes. You're right. Why is it that sharp? There's, like, a lot of blood. I just told me that Yeah, why is it that sharp? It shouldn't be that sharp. Like, that doesn't seem right to me. I don't know about you guys, but I personally have never ever seen it happen that way. Knowing this dude, he was probably sharpening the garage door before the scene started. (laughs) Yeah, he probably used it at like to chop lumber or something. Was you just <laughs> fucking so idiot? Stupid. Get the skateboard out of there. Get it. Give it back to the teenager who bought it. Get it out. Ugh. It scared me. I'm gonna get so paranoid. I always used to like roll my eyes at my father for how he was like paranoid about us storing stuff in the right way, like shovels and stuff and i'm like no no more i get it now you must have seen this episode of supernatural this like sequence of events reminded me of the time that i like tripped and fucking whacked my nose on the chair before we recorded that time <laughs> <laughs> like you, that was crazy so bad for you. you can trip over anything at any moment and you must be always vigilant vigilant yeah, <laughs> okay. that's definitely the word. Stay with it. I like it. Okay, I'm done mm-hmm. complaining. Um, is there something else that you guys wanted to to mention? Because because I feel like there's a lot that um that we're just sort of skating past. Well, did you want to like I? 
just something up top before we get into the Castiel scene. Yeah, I was just going to say before we get into cast scenes, something that I jotted down which really um, cracked me up. It's just like when Dean says accidents don't happen accidentally. That was just one of those. I I forgot it was coming up, and I was like, oh, that's a classic. This episode has some iconic. (laughs) Um, iconic lines. Yes, it has some really iconic cast stuff in particular. Um, and then I just loved immediately after that, uh, Dean is so awkward when he's interviewing the guy. Um, <laughs> he, he's just making job. him so uncomfortable with these like, really weird I questions. So much. <laughs> yeah, it's just like some classic like nerd Dean kind of vibe. Is it um, nerd Dean or is it yeah. just? Simply him being well, bad just, at I stuff. guess nerd is not the right word. Yeah, but it's no. like... This, he sucks at everything. They're such freaks. Like <laughs> He's like, any ties to the Nazi party? Did anyone ever own a slave? And this dude is like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Loved it. All right, Cassine, right? And we must be there. Yes. Right? Let me get the... Tra- I'm once again, like, trying to find the fucking transcript so on the Wikipedia. They, like, hide it from me. I have to, like, scroll through it, like, a million times. <laughs> this isn't a cast scene, but it is, like, a pre-cast scene. Um, but we have the iconic... you going to bring this up. Never been done before. Never repeated. Can't be topped. I knew you were going to bring this Quote from Balthazar. <laughs> I'm just going to read it. <laughs> so this is when, you know, Dean and Sam are kind of pleading with him to, like, basically explain himself and help them. He says, sorry, you have me confused with the other angel. You know the one in the dirty trench coat who's in love with you. (laughs) Then I have 50 exclamation marks on my little notepad. Um, And then it cuts to Dean with the most, just a a special look on his face. And it is just iconic. Um, I I was... I don't I have yeah. feedback on this. I, love it. I I'm sorry, but I've seen it so many times in a Destiel context that I have I've gone the other way, which is like now to me this is a, a Balthazar cunt moment, and I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, it's <laughs> everything. It's Balthazar being a cunt. And then he goes. It's he goes. the writers like making fun of Destiel, but then like no 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 you you, you put Destiel in you put there. Put it in you there. Just, if you just didn't mention it, we right. wouldn't be talking about it. Um. The, and then also just like Jackal's acting choices that kind of just lead you to be able to imagine. I refuse what the fuck to talk about, about that. Like the things he does on screen make me so crazy. I don't want to talk about this man ever again. <laughs> um, it's just so iconic. The whole thing's so. Fun. I do. I do love that that they have that shot of Dean, and then he goes, "Sorry, Balthazar goes. I don't care." And I love that moment. <laughs> He's so fun. It was like, yeah. These clapping my so little fun. hands. I was like, wait, do we have is this audio in the in the in the in the in the little soundboard? Does it show up? In the recording? Who knows? Oh are you are you doing the clapping? Yeah, thing? I'm doing the clapping. Don't know. Oh. oh I can hear I it. I can hear it. I don't know if it's gonna be coming up. <laughs> this is me when he said that. I love it. <laughs> this is really good. So fun. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> oh wait, is that the Discord soundboard? Yeah. Yeah. It's really yeah. nice. It makes me happy. Oh, thank you. Who did that? So fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This might sound crazy on the recording. 
What do I have a quack? Yes, reacting to complete silence. Um, what do you think of that scene? Yeah, Jess? iconic line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like yeah. yeah. There it is. There it is. It's like when you when you see these like lines that have been just like talked about and dissected and like repeated ad nauseum. It's always funny when you watch them like in the show or whatever. You're like, oh, motherfucker. It's like a jump scare. Because like it's just like a line and then it's like on to the next scene. And it's like, no, you don't understand. Yeah. There's 50,000 <laughs> people on Tumblr.com that are, like, incapacitated by they this line. They have to pause the episode. They have to... I think it's so funny, too, because, like, sometimes the lines, like, maybe um, don't hit as hard in context or something, and it's more just, like, them thinking about them in the, t- like, in the, when you're thinking about Destiel, they hit. But this is just, like, he didn't have to say that. <laughs> No, but, but it's like, such a fun way to describe Cass at this I moment. Think, I do <laughs> love that Balthazar takes every opportunity to be as mean also, as possible. Like, like that's how he does his life. Yeah, um, I love it. I prefer to think about the that. other thing though is that like his trench coat is not dirty. I was gonna talk about yeah, that. Gonna... Do we think <laughs> that it smells? Because like we have references. The scent of that Impala is all over you. Right, like or we whatever. have references to this this yeah. thing being dirty all along, but it looks fine. Oh my god. What if Cash just walks around like stanky <laughs> all the time? Like what if he just like stay what if he has the real VO? reason that this yell didn't happen is because Castiel's stanky. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, 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 oh, like dude. I, would, I feel like so those much. two stink. <laughs> I feel like D- Dean, Dean and Sam gets stink. the ick because Cass is really bad BO. He's like, I would, but you you stink so bad. You need like four showers a day or something. <laughs> Dean's like, have you ever taken My a shower? Word. And Cass is like, I don't need you to. I'm an angel. To. And Dean is like, you need to. Trust me. <laughs> oh, stupid. Aw. <laughs> stinky garbage man. Um, that's stupid. That's- Thank you, little angel. <laughs> Gross. Grody. Ugh. No, actually, I, I actually very much prefer Dean to be the stinky one. I think he he smells like a bar, like Ellen said to Bobby this episode. Mm, I think he yeah. smells like... Oh, no. I know that guy stinks. I know everybody likes to be like, oh, Dean is like a, a germaphobe or whatever, but like, I know that he like does not shower as much as he should because, like, they're always on the road and, like, he drinks so fucking much and they're always in the car Mm. and, plus, they're, like, killing monsters all the time. He's got, like, gunk on him. Like, the man has an aroma. (laughs) I know this. (laughs) I would say especially now as well, maybe later on in the show, there's an argument for, okay, well, they're in the bunker, you know, more consistent showering. But, yeah, right now. I like him being a stinky guy. I think that's fun. I also think it's funny. He's sleeping on the floor, right? At Bobby's <laughs> in his jeans. There's no way he's not stinky. I also yeah, he's not changing out of those jeans into some comfy pajamas no, every night that he washes. I, I also think they're staying. I on. also think it's funny to think about Sam as like a stinky guy who, who like is just like <laughs> always giving Dean shit. But all I mean, they're living the same kind of life, so <laughs> very difficult to not also be a stinky guy. I like that very much. I yeah. think it's quite funny. That's all I have to say about that, to be honest. That's real to me. One thing that I loved about when Cass comes to grab them 
uh, is that, like he, like we said earlier, he takes them overseas. He takes them so far away. And that's just that's just so fun. Like, why not? Of course. Me when I panic. Zap anywhere. Yeah, me when I panic and I go yeah. too far. I think this whole season <laughs> six is Cass panics and goes too far. That's season six of Supernatural. He's literally like an international man of mystery. Like, <laughs> he, he can go anywhere. He can do anything. It's really fun. That's pretty good. Um, should we talk about this Cassine before we run out of time? Yeah. 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 Yes. So he takes them away. The, the, okay, this is the other thing. When he takes them away, this is like the famous scene from the blooper. Oh, yeah. Like running around yeah. in circles. Yeah. And like being silly, which is like, for whatever reason, I've seen that like a one billion times. Same. Um. So that's always funny. I've seen the one that someone has edited like little cartoon wings onto Cass. So it looks like he's like flying as he's jumping around. Did not see that, but I I've kind of that. hate it. Yeah. That, yeah. Um. Anyway, continue. One thing about all this is I was trying to connect the dots and kind of the timeline of this episode. Obviously, the ruse is that Balthazar hates the Titanic. He's like, ha ha, now the movie hasn't happened and it's supposed to just be kind of like, oh, that's a zany old Balthazar, right? Mm. But then obviously we find out that it was, well, Balth says basically it was Cass's idea, (laughs) right? But how did Cass... Yeah. I want to know... I wanted to see the conversation between Balthazar and Cass where, like, they came to this conclusion because either it was just kind of... It was Balthazar's idea, uh, like, specifically to do the Titanic, but Cass maybe, like, prompted that. Or, like, somehow Cass knows about the Titanic as an event and it's like, I would like to know how he knows about the Titanic. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, that would have just been a fun convert. I know, obviously, this is all supposed to be going on behind the scenes. But, like, it's such a funny point to get to. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the plan is <laughs> you're going to go back. You're going to go back to the Titanic. And go on the Titanic and I feel stop like, the disaster. I feel like what happened was that Cash was like, we need these souls. This is an easy way to get, like, these souls. And then... Balthazar was like, well, what are we going to tell the Winchesters? Because you know that they're going to ask. And Cass is like, just come up with something. Like, just lie. You're better at lying than I am. <laughs> mm. And then Balthazar comes up with this whole thing about hating the movie The Titanic. What if Balthazar <laughs> actually loves the Titanic? What Have we considered that avenue? I, well, like, this was I, what I, I was watching it. And I was like, this could just as easily go the opposite way. Like, he loved the movie of the Titanic and wanted to, like, <laughs> save everybody right, who died. Like, Right, like <laughs> he was like, "This is wrong, and it shouldn't have happened." And so, I will make it not have happened. There's some really interesting dialogue from Cass about freedom and stuff. Loved um, it in this scene. Um, I like now. I'm gonna have to fucking find it. Yeah. Wait, before we go to that, yeah. I want to keep talking about the scene where they're oh, in yeah? like the woods. Um. First of all, I love when Cass is, like, just so mad. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, like, so mad at them in pretty much Mm. every scene in this season, even. Mm. Like, it's pretty funny. But when he's, like, I imagine she's pretty mad at you because you, like, stopped her whole deal. Yeah. And the Winchesters are, like, what? That's so crazy. Yeah. (laughs) And he's kind of saying it, like, 
you know, of course, like you've not thought about how that's the case. And I love that he's like, yeah, he's like, obviously she hates you. He's like, well, this is your fault when he had just as big of a hand in like stopping the apocalypse (laughs) as they did. He was there like he was doing it. I feel like it's carryover from the last episode. Like he was so shitty at them. At the end of that, like in, when when they're in Bobby's house, so I love yeah, it. It's, this is, I guess, the first time they're seeing each other since then. He should be that more often. Yeah, be meaner. Um, and then and then Dean is like, Dean did not <laughs> like Balthazar. So then when he was like, "You need new friends, Cass," and then Cass goes, "I'm trying to save the ones I have." Oh, oh. no, oh. my little guy. And then he's like. You have to kill her. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, so kill her. Um, I really am glad that they don't kill her, even though we never see her again. But, like, I was really afraid that Cass was going to stab her. Yeah. Mm. When they're having that conversation. I think it would have been just like him to stab her. But I think she leveraged her sisters at the right moment that he was like, well, this is a futile effort. I yeah. shouldn't do this. And I guess they figured, like, right. that they'd introduced it. And when she's like, I'll kill oh, your yeah. little pets. <laughs> That's also something. That's rough. Cast loves bugs. Like, when they introduce the fact that it's, like, the the kind of the sisters and all that, it's, like, if they want to use that idea, they can't just be one of them. So, you know, theoretically, mm. you kill one, there's going to be others or whatever. It's, like, they created a problem mm. and then they were, like, okay, we'll, we'll just ignore yeah. it instead, I guess. Mm. I, I'm sorry, I'm, like, pausing and I'm... Yeah, no, I'm me too. I'm, I'm just looking at what I said. Um, I got so excited because I was, like, Cass threw out the book. Like, he threw out the book. Oh, yeah. And you ripped up the pages for all of them. He threw out the script. Guys, I've I've mentioned this to you, but I haven't mentioned this on my bigger platform, which is this podcast. We need a Destiel Westworld AU. Uh, <laughs> and we need it now. <laughs> He threw out the script. <sighs> Spoilers for he Westworld. He destroyed the narrative. Okay, this is within the first three episodes, okay? Like, this is not... This is not spoilers. doesn't count. Like, he is destroying the narratives, and it's fucking crazy. Anyway, I might cut this. I, I kind of want to write one myself, and I don't want someone else to do it before me and do it better. Yeah, protect your IP. Yeah. <laughs> My fan fiction IP, which is not IP at all. We don't have time, but I do have like a um, 2007's Just My Luck starring Lizzie Lohan and Chris Pine, Desti LAU, up here. If anyone, no! anyone want to hear about that? Stop. Oh my God. <laughs> Put it in that link. I need it. I need it so bad. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, it's in my mind. I haven't written it and I will, I will never oh. will. So. Well. <laughs> They're not gonna be picking up unless you use Craig's track. I'm using it. I don't care. I need it. Just like for the second. Um, That's so good. Yes. Um, <laughs> is there anything else uh, we need to get through? I just, well, I just want to talk about the fact that, like, okay, first of all, cast sucks at lying. Rules. Oh, it's so Love fun. It very much. It's so fun. Um. Did, Pal- did Balthazar re- uh, really unravel the sweater over a chick flick? And then Castiel, yes, absolutely. That's what he did. 
Yes, why? And then, gay-ass little Cass, um, Dean goes, Titanic didn't suck that bad. And then Dean, Sam gets <laughs> gives Dean a look, and Dean goes, Winslet's rack, and Cass is out of there. And then Dean goes, I'll tell you one thing about Cass, he does not appreciate the finer things. Gay little Cass <laughs> moment. <laughs> he was like, um, okay, I'm I accidentally here. just, like... I, I just muted myself for a minute laughing because I put my head forward on the top of my headphones and <laughs> muted my microphone. Um, so if I cut out, it sounds like I was laughing. That's what That's was happening. That's so sad. Um, I have that in my notes too. And then I was like, you know. Yeah. It's like Cassie's like, I don't have time for this. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I'm not talking about, I'm not pretending to talk about booze when I've already lied once today. <laughs> like, it's fine. <laughs> can, I, can I just say something real quick? I hated the Winslet's rack line, except for the fact that it makes it funny that Cass is like out. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like that's, whiplash. That's like, oh, and then for. it's like hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much it. It's also like funny that Dean felt the need to like defend seeing the Titanic when that is like the highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah. And he like was in theaters for a million years when it came out. Like that so movie was insecure. insanely popular, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's so, so, so insecure and I um that is so 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 real of him. Like that's maybe, the realest trait he has. <laughs> maybe Balthazar saying that thing about Cass is like fresh on his mind, so he's gotta be like, I'm straight. I'm straight, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> I'm a straight dude. And not to be like, uh, not to be like dissecting brother dynamics, but it is like purely for Sam's benefit that he did that. You know what I mean? Yeah. If Sam hadn't been there, he would have just been like, yeah, I watched and enjoyed the Titanic. Well, no, I don't think he would have because I I think he keeps up the facade in front of Cass as well. Like Mm. he wouldn't have. Especially But Cass wouldn't have known to look at him the way that Sam does. You know what I mean? Like Cass didn't care. But he probably like, still would have... You're supposed to be my straight brother. <laughs> <laughs> You're really making the case for Sam pressuring Dean to be heterosexual in this season. I'm just saying, like, you know, you feel a need to behave a certain way around your family. Right. You know, the people that know you best. Yeah. And it's hard to not do that. Or think I'm they just know saying, you best, you know? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I'm just saying it's Sam's fault. We're gonna have Sam girls in our inboxes, like calling for your head, and I will be the first. Sam girls are not listening to this fucking podcast, (laughs) considering that we've done like how many episodes, and we probably spent mm, maybe forty-five minutes talking about Sam. If you're a Sam (laughs) girl, please yell out. Um, Yeah, we need to disprove Jess. We need some more diversity in the (laughs) listenership. Um, but. Yeah, no, I, I I, don't think, I think Dean is so immersed in this world where he has to put up a front that he would have done it regardless. I think Dean and his inner monologue is is, is defending the fact that he saw the Titanic. You, do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. Um, And I think it's, it's he's in line to that with level. kind of the attitude that he's been having lately. Um, Something... I guess, oh, should I save this for my... For your... It's not mine. Yeah, save it. I'll save it. Save it. Save it and hate on it later. Hate on it. Hate Um, Did we talk about Cass, Cass's line of, you don't have to be ruled by fate, you can choose freedom? 
Did we really talk about fucking it? good line. We haven't gotten to that, but that's when I was like, I'm gonna fucking die. Yeah, I fucked up my notes. <laughs> like, free- I misspelled freedom because I was so excited trying to make sure I, I did, got that down. Wait, how did you spell it? I just put one e. Freedom. Oh, I figured. Okay, <laughs> freedom. <laughs> You don't have to be ruled by fate. You can choose freedom. I still believe that that's something worth fighting for. I just wanted you to understand that yeah. that is a good fucking line. Hello! Going crazy in here. He's always wanting to them to understand. I like, I love that Cass is like, like, I want you, like, he's like, I want you to know what I'm doing for yeah. you. That's yes. like basically what this is. He's like, I want you to like, get this i want you to get me i'm doing this for you and because of you and it's like oh Cass. and then like in just before that when sam is like so you killed fifty thousand people for us and Cass is like no, no I, didn't I didn't do that but it's like though kind of like the weight of having castiel on your side i think is like <laughs> that's like kind of what this is you know what i mean it's like it's like if you want a cosmic force that has been around for since time began to be your friend, yeah. um, things are going to get fucking crazy and he might kill 50 or he might prevent the births of 50,000 people for you. Yeah, yeah no, I, I totally hear you. So that you specifically don't get killed. It's yeah. so crazy, too, because like they're talking about how like Alan and Joe like, were alive in that universe, and it's, like, Cass was there when they died. Like, well, you know, that, like, he was part mm. of the gang. He knew them as well. So it's, like, when he's lying, it's, like, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's for them. Yeah, totally. Oh, fucking crazy. Can I just say something? Can I just say something about what you just said about the weight of having um, a cosmic entity on your side? <laughs> um, yeah. A while back, I had searched Alison on your blog because I was, I rewatched House of the Dragon. <laughs> there's a post that someone made that says no one should be killed for it but i hate this homework and then a reply (laughs) that says this is the way a king with an overexcitable assassin makes complaints and then you tagged it now if allison had said this (laughs) if she knew if she had said that it's like yes completely and entirely but also This is exactly what it's like to be Cass's friend. Like you have to, you have to. Like catch no one should be killed for it, but but <laughs> like fifty thousand people should never be shouldn't ever um, be erased from <laughs> history for it. But oh god, that's a good person. I'm so glad I got got to brought it uh, bring it up. <laughs> but like. The other thing that just, like, breaks my heart is, like, he's, like, I wanted you to remember, like, I wanted you to know, like, what fate is, and I want you to, like, know what I did for you. Yeah. And he's, like, he's, like, like, I think he knows, like, he can tell that he's not going to get away with this forever, you know? He's, like, I want you to understand, because at some point, you are going to turn on me. Exactly. It's, like, I know you're going to be so mad at me pretty soon, and I want you to remember (laughs) that, like... I'm on your side. Oh! <laughs> that he's their friend. He's kind of iconic for this, yeah. He's like, just just know, like, what I did for you. Oh, yeah. God. He's like, and please don't be so, 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 so mad at me when you find out I'm working with Crowley, please. 
It's well, like it's just a continuation though of what they what their conversation was at the end of the last step. Like he basically says to them, "They're like, last step we covered, I'll tell yeah. you soon." And yeah. it's like he's still like, "No, soon." Like you know, in his head, he's kind of got this like timeline in his head. He's like, "What I'll do is I'll tell them immediately before I can <laughs> do the spell, <laughs> and then it'll all be good, and I'll be dead, and they'll know I'm a hero." Oh. And <laughs> like it's so fucked up. <laughs> Kills somebody. It just really hurts so bad. <laughs> it hurts kind of a lot, to be honest. Season this six. season is so good. <laughs> season six. Um, I love that we're saying it with hope as opposed to in the French mistake. <laughs> Bobby Singer's absolute like <laughs> fucking <laughs> devastation. Anytime Bobby Singer is sad about something, we are overjoyed. I think that is the law yeah, 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 yeah. of being a cast girl. Um, something that you have to know. Something tiny right. that is off the cast thing, but something that I've got in my notes is um, when Ellen is making the soup, she pours a little bit of beer in it. And I just have in my notes, beer and soup, <laughs> Ellen crime, question mark. I, I, I don't know. I like watch it happen and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> I was like, it could work in soup if it has like a, because you know, beer kind of tastes like bread. It could work, but it seems like a weird action. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I just didn't really get it. Like, like maybe it was an outtake, it. and then they just used it or something. I don't know. Maybe this I, is a thing I, that I choose not to do. think about the diets <laughs> on the TV show Supernatural. <laughs> I'm so worried about all of their guts. <laughs> oh, okay. Speaking of guts, I. Okay, I really enjoyed, I've got a couple of Bobby quotes, but one of them, well, they were talking, when they're talking about Bobby earlier, they say, we can't just, or Dean says, we can't just sit here and watch him poop out his liver. (laughs) Which is so funny because that is literally what Dean expects other people to do (laughs) Yeah, and it's it's a bit sad, but it's also like, there's so many times in the show where we see Dean mourning in this exact same way, and it's funny seeing him walk around and be like, oh, Sam, this crazy guy. You know, yeah, the cycle. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, a more funny, well, not funny, but, um, you know, b- more about Bufus being real. Um, I enjoyed when Bobby says he wasn't just a poker buddy or something. I don't know if Bobby says it. Maybe someone not Bobby Dean says, says that to him. No, Dean, Dean says, says it. that to him as like a, yeah, which I thought was really interesting. Dean yes. being like, no, he was more to you. I thought mm. that was really interesting. Yeah. And then, you know, Bobby's like. You know, basically saying like they were, you know, one of them was gonna die first or whatever. It's just all very dramatic, very intense mm. relationship those two seem to have. And I'm sad that we we one that we didn't get to talk about Rufus more because they hate when two queer men are in the same scene together. And so <laughs> they hate us here. <laughs> they hate us. Um, and two, that they killed him at all. Like, I, I think, especially in that episode, it's like, it's what? Well, it's just all, um, we've got to prove that, like, Eve is fucking able to make new monsters or some shit. But it's like, okay, you guys do that in a couple more episodes anyway. Like, there's a whole episode about You don't about have to kill Rufus monsters. for it. Yeah. Like, there's no reason to kill Rufus off. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not a show where he's really that much of a regular. Like, he has r- written reasons to not be on the show a lot. Yeah. It's just for like man pain or whatever, right? Like, I, yeah, I guess, I narratively. Yeah. They're just trying to be like, yeah. here's a reason that Bobby would be depressed. But he's already, like, 
not mm-hmm. you know the life of the party like <laughs> i don't know if it's necessary it's also just like i don't know it's really fucked up to make bobby kill him <laughs> yeah yeah i i watched it cool. and it's like very intimate it's a, like fully knife to the chest and obviously like bobby's possessed or whatever by the worm at that time but it's fucking crazy possessed by the possessed worm. by the worm <laughs> Samuel's death is also really gross. What a way to go. Samuel gets like electrocuted, and then, or before that, they like have him on the rack and they like do like a fucking circular saw, circular, circular saw, like to his head, and then like he wakes up, but it's just the worm. Okay. Go back and watch the last episode. Um, It's crazy. I have to say, right now, um, my mom is vacuuming upstairs, and um, that might be on the recording. So, sorry to any listeners that are like, what the fuck is that noise? It's a vacuum. Sorry about that. It's a vacuum. Just um, get over it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my next thing is that we should do, we should do, um, um, loves, hates, and goodbyes. Is that what they call it because now? we have 10 minutes yes. till the power goes out in South Africa. Thank you. Um, um okay. Well... Fucking, what an episode, team. I feel like we're all pretty positive on it. But before we get to yeah, a nice Love positive it. ending, I would like to know both of yours. We're in the salt mines. What are you What are you chipping off and putting in your little bag this week? What are you What are What are you getting from the salt mines? I don't know. The salt mines metaphor is lost sometimes. It's, I, 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 okay. Sometimes it gets, help me find it. it well, to yeah. be honest, I don't really know what a salt mine is or what it looks like. But that is so funny to me because you are the one who <laughs> came up with those names. Anyway, we don't know. I'm gonna go first. Just go first. <laughs> Please go. Uh, the that there's no Joe in the sh- in this episode. That's fair. Yes. That's a really. Let good me point. see her. I want to see her. I miss her. Give I wonder. Back. Give me my little lesbian back. Exactly. I wonder if she like had other commitments, as happens often. No, I bet they just couldn't afford it because they had Cass, because... Balthazar, and Ellen. Right, and then they had Debbie Harry as guests. <laughs> And they had Debbie Harry, and they had and they had Celine Dion. Um, Not on the show, but in the show, you know what I mean. Yeah. What year is this now? Um, like 2011. Yeah, 2011. Yeah. So let's yeah. see. That's a decent heart. Uh, sorry, decent, decent salt locket. I think salt locket, salt mine. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, it would have like added a lot more weight, you know, if if she was on it as well so yeah i agree she was a regular on a series in 2011 so maybe she was just booked out um okay that makes sense still though yeah they could have figured something out for me personally let us see just for me yeah um what about you what did i hate this episode um it's something i've already complained about but it's it's a it's a stupid little uh gripe I didn't like how they costumed fate. I dislike when they mm-hmm. bring stuff down a lot. You know, like this is such an opportunity to go big, right? And if they were mm. going to bring it down, bring it down in a way that's interesting rather than making her look like a librarian, you know, like, <laughs> you know, reach for new heights. I, I hate the librarian slander as well. Like, what, you're either like a slutty porn librarian or you're like a hag. Like, that's the kind of <laughs> dichotomy <laughs> they say. 
my best friend is very good looking and she's a librarian. So I just want to, this is propaganda and it's not the reality is, that we have to live in. I think we should. And also, can we just, can we all deal with the fact that being a librarian is kind of hot? Like knowing where to find information. Very cool job. In the growing, yeah, in the growing digital age is really interesting and important. And I think it's a cool job. So sorry about that. <laughs> Being an archivist or a librarian, to me, hot person job. Anyway. Um, I agree. Very bad outfit. No, I agree. It's it's very, um, you know, probably trendy for the time or whatever, and it's aged strangely, I feel like, that whole outfit. I don't know about trendy. I just, just like the vibe of it, the, the message it's trying to send across is, is what bothers mm-hmm. me, not so much mm-hmm. the actual outfit. Anyway, what about you? Let me Let me check. Yeah, okay. Hello? Sorry, I was just, I was just <laughs> reading my own notes. I lost where I wrote the thing before. Um, again, not like me to be nitpicky, but um, <laughs> there's a moment where uh, Dean calls Sam a nerd for knowing, like, the fucking name of fate or whatever, like, from mythology. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I know this is a different timeline, but there is, like, six other times on the show where Dean knows something obscure from mythology. So I'm like, boo, boo hiss. He was reading Percy Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) He's picking up those paperbacks at like thrift shows. I love when people, I love when people our age are like, yeah, you know, like Greek mythology is kind of like a pet interest of mine. And I'm like, I know what books you were reading. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know. Oh, is it? Is it a pet interest? I'm choosing to stay silent. Just staying alive on this topic. I'm out. I just, yeah, I just, it's just the, it's a, you know, a continuous grab throughout the show when they're like, the joke is that one of the brothers is dumb. It's usually Dean as well. And I just, yeah, boo. I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. Yet again, Sam forcing Dean to behave in certain ways. <laughs> Maybe I'll become a Sam auntie. No, it's, Ugh, it's Sam. So Sam didn't do anything wrong in that scene. It's, <laughs> If Dean calls him a nerd and Sam just kind of has like a stink face, that's the whole bit. Sam doesn't do anything. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You'll simply invent a time. I forgot. I felt like that was an oh, ha ha. And then like you wink at the camera like I'll still be annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm just, I think we need like new ways to approach the TV show Supernatural. I like that. Yeah. I'm always looking for a new way Uh to... To, to, to talk about the show. To really yeah. innovate. I think Sam's had it too good for too long. Mm-hmm. Notoriously <laughs> Sorry, fan favorite Sam. Supernatural. <laughs> Sam Supernatural has had it too good for too long. Is that just this point? Yeah, somebody needs to take him down a peg. That's rough. And it has to be me, then I'll do it. Oof. Okay, uh, all right. Well, I would just like to... I'll fight you every step of the way. Yeah, all I was, right. was going to say, I would just like to... <laughs> just. <laughs> Say that I'm on the side of Sam if you two start fighting. I You do guys are you, fucking cowards. Do what you need to do, but like I won't let you be wrong in the presence of this pod, okay? Okay. Or I'm I not will wrong, let you okay. <laughs> I will let you be wrong, but I will point it out at you. Are we doing um, heart lockets? Yeah, sorry. Um <laughs> It's just funny as well because Sam barely had anything to do this episode, so your brain's just it's like, just I gotta find something. I gotta find something to be irritated about it. <laughs> yeah, well, Sam is like consistently a dick to Cass, so okay, that's a fair um, reason to be mean to to Sam. But all right, all right, all right, or bullshit. <laughs> um, yeah. 
now continue a better energy i would like to know from both of you what is in your heart look mm. at this episode what do you treasure above all else from this episode Jessie, jessica what do you like i mean this is hard for me to pick but like obviously i think i'm gonna do a two-sided one mm-hmm. um it's obviously Cass uh lying about balthazar really good <laughs> And also when he lies about Balthazar to Dean and Sam, obviously, but also when he lies about him to Atropos, like, he's, like, (laughs) kind of good at, like, obfuscating, you know, and, like, concealing his motives and things, but he's bad at just, like, outright lying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Which is very funny and endearing. (laughs) Um, And then the other side of the heart locket is the line where he's, like, they were never born, that's far different from being killed. Which is, like, you can tell he's not entirely comfortable with this and he doesn't, like, love that action, but he's trying to, like, he's just, like, he's so good and he's so conflicted in this episode. And, like, when he's talking to Atropos and you can see, like, the weight of his decisions, like, on him and how, like, conflicted and knotted up and, like, tangled his whole lie has become. And, like, he doesn't even really like what he's doing, but he needs the boys to understand that he's doing it for them. Mm. Like, ugh. Well, I guess I guess the other side of my heart like it is Cass's internal conflict. Mm-hmm. I think that's nice. lovely. I think just just a little I, picture of his you, stomach all tied up in knots. <laughs> just yeah. Uh, you, you you bring up a lot like that you you feel like he's doing this for the boys. I don't know if I agree with you. I think in some small matters or some he small... Did, sorry, he did this for the boys. Yeah, this like, specifically. Literally, yeah. he, like, re-sank the Titanic to save the boys' lives. Okay. And then, like, he's also, like, and then when I talk about, like, for the boys, it's, like, for humanity. Okay. You know, but, like, that's why he's, like, waging this war. It's because, like, they showed him. Mm. Okay, no, said, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to point out, like, it. it's very important to me that, or the way that I read this, uh, that the war in heaven... Cass has his own reasons that aren't related to the Winchesters Mm -hmm. that are kind of because of the Winchesters and his involvement in their drama. But, um, yeah, you know, he has his own reasons. That's, that's just, yeah. So many episodes coming up. He has his own reasons, but it's like, that's what's so good about it is that it is actually pretty difficult. I think to separate, like, what is he doing for the Winchesters? What is he doing for Dean? What is he doing for his own like morals and stuff like that? Like, I think like, that's a pretty good, like, yeah. No, I, I, little problem we got. Yeah, it's all very mixed up. I agree, and I love it. Like it here. Mm. Um, my heart locket. I think it's gonna be two sided as well. I actually really enjoy the familial relationships in this episode. Like at the start, when Dean and Sam are having a classic sibling moment of like mouthing words at one another. Yeah, and rock paper scissors for yeah. For talking to Bobby and then, you know, Ellen talking to Bobby as well. Like, I, I, it's a little collage in there. It's just like, oh, friends yeah. and, and family who love one another. And um, I, I just, I, I like that. We don't get enough stuff like that in the show, I yeah. feel, a lot of the times. I like when, um, when Dean and Sam are silly together. It's important to me. It makes me happy. Um, I feel like this episode was really good of like silly brother moments. I like that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like Sam being like, 
oh hey too soon <laughs> being like or sorry dean goes too soon when the guy is killed by a bus that has his own face on the back and and dean is, sounds like yeah dude six seconds is too soon and dean like, in that moment i thought oh god solar sam would have loved that line from dean he would have been like yeah yeah like yeah <laughs> that's the line between the two of them yeah what i'm thinking about that line right now is like that <laughs> There is so much wrong with with Dean. Like he needs so much help. He is so disconnected. Um, and then I'm gonna be really uh very 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 uh annoying and pick the you don't have to be ruled by fate. You can choose freedom line as the other side of my heart locket because whoo it's really special. Yeah, that's sorry for talking so long. No, but that's me. No. Yeah. Um, um, Ella, yeah. get us with it. Okay, so mine is like um, one of those magical heart lockets that is like fourfold. Um, okay, love you it. Both stole, you both stole some of mine. So Cass lines in one. We you stole, stole from your four? You came into my house and you stole them. <laughs> so Cass lying, great. I like we you know there's opportunities to talk about Misha's acting sometime on the show but I just love the layers of like it's Cass acting and I don't know it's beautiful it's really well done really fun um okay so that and then uh the you don't have to be ruled by fate you can choose freedom that whole bit so fun I love that it's like this he's throwing something back at the boys that he feels like he learnt from them but it's like I don't think the boys would have put it into those words but because it's Cass it's like that's how he thinks about everything beautiful um (laughs) what was the other thing oh the the boys um whispering uh, to Bobby and then doing the um rock paper scissors and I love that and it's a clue in the kind of slow reveal of this episode mm. that things are not as they seem because Dean wins. And I feel like up to this right. point we've only seen Sam win, even though mm-hmm. Dean still did yeah. scissors, but he usually loses when he always does scissors. <laughs> I yeah. thought that was fun. Um, and then the other part of the four was it's this is this is you guys are going to be like, oh, shut up. But there's a bit at the end where Dean puts the blankie on Bobby um, when he's on, asleep on the couch. Mm. He just kind of like pulls the, the blanket blankie. over him. <laughs> yeah, the blankie. I thought blanket. it was nice. Um, yeah, it's really fun. And like my DTA girlies, I've already been talking to them about um, the couch situation. About we, the we couch. touched on it last episode. The the brain worms are happening around that couch, so that was fun for me. That's, I don't feel like now's the right time to say brain worm after the episode that we skipped. <laughs> I just think we should take that into under consideration. Um, are those the brain worms that people talk about? <laughs> that must be. Uh, can can somebody mm-hmm. take us out of yeah. here before 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 I die um, online? Before I online before die? Yeah, before. Kill over. All right. Yeah. Um, before South Africa kills you. <laughs> Just virtually. Um, so, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Um, this has been a really fun app. Um, yeah, I like so. when an episode is, like, not bad enough that we just kind of get bummed out. <laughs> it, a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, the next episode that we're covering is 618 Frontierland. Uh, also yes. known as, like... West World, hey, yeah, you. The West Cowboy... 
Sorry, continue. Wow, perfect timing. Continue. Sorry. Your your the brain worms in you your head are gonna be having a, a fun time over I, the next couple of weeks. Um, I'm gonna spend the next week writing a fic and, and editing this episode and then I'm gonna be like, boom, <laughs> fuck you guys. So normal. <laughs> Loves it. Um <laughs> you can send us ask on Tumblr at the Cascast. You can DM us or just at us on Twitter at the Cascast. Twitter seems really dead lately. Um maybe we haven't so, been doing enough on there. Maybe that's an us. Maybe, thing. but like I it's just I feel like a lot of people have just been like, actually, I don't have fun anymore. Um, which is good but um yeah i mean twitter is not fun so yeah uh, twitter so you can talk to us there <laughs> you can i think let- twitter users agree like specifically sorry the changes that are happening on twitter recently have made it not fun to yeah use. yeah that's what i'm saying like on top of the usual twitter hate that i hold in my heart <laughs> um it seems to be working less well than usual um you can also email us at the cascast. Um, we joked earlier, but if you've got like thoughts that you don't want to type out and you just want to like send us a little voice memo, totally do we that. That'd be really that. fun. Please um, give us permission in the email yeah, to use your clip in in the edit because I need it for my reasons. Yeah, please. Well, we're not gonna we're not gonna like each listen to it and then just react to it but not say what they said or play what they said no, no, right? I that specifically want to play what they said I don't want to say what they said I that's what I'm saying yeah, I don't think I need it <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to send a voice memo but then be like you're not allowed to share this even though I, I care. went to all the effort I'm, like, I'm doing I, I'm doing due diligence here Ella like I'm trying my best alright 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 um <laughs> But yeah, we'd love that. Let us know if you're a Sam girl Please. or if you're not. Um, Please. Uh, let us know if fight. you if you think we're being too positive on season, season six. I would like to hear some like counter season six is awesome arguments because we are just in a, like a bunch of great episodes right now well, and all the badness that Bruce might be died, behind us. So. <laughs> I'm like so scared for season seven. <laughs> season seven is gonna be like penance for this one. <laughs> so, uh, all right. At least we, at, yeah. At least we don't have to like. It's not a, a, like a scenario where we have to cover the fucking fifteen episodes or whatever that Cass isn't in. It's just a big time jump. Yeah. I feel like we're. I almost. We are always gonna have to do like a massive intro to the next episode and be like, in case you haven't watched the show again, we're gonna have to recap the <laughs> all the times that Cass was mentioned in all those episodes. Um, but that'll be fine. We'll deal with that later. Um, we'll just be strong. Yeah. Thanks for listening. I think I already said that. We'll be strong. We'll keep continue to be strong. You guys be strong. Um, we're we yeah. You know, you don't have to be ruled by fate. You can choose freedom. You know, like there's things we can take into the next week. Okay. <laughs> and we'll be fine. I'm oh, sorry. That quote drives me crazy and saying I love this show. Sometimes they write <laughs> good lines. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's fun. Yeah. And this is one of those times. Rest in peace, Incredible. Rufus. We miss you every day. And Samuel and... Rufus. Not Samuel, I don't What's... care if you rest in peace. I hope you suffer and die. Yeah, rest in... What's not peace? Chaos? Pieces. What's some old yeah, rest mate? rest in fucking pieces. Their fucking cousin, Gwen as well. Rip Gwen. Yeah, rip 
Brooklyn. We hardly knew okay, you. Okay, actually Brooklyn. do Brooklyn. Can't too soon. Always in our hearts. In the arms of the angels. Fly away. Fly away. <laughs> all right. All right. God, I'm looking at the rest of the episodes that we have to cover, and it's like, garbage, garbage. The man who would be king. <laughs> Oh, come on. You don't love cowboy? You don't love little dudes and cowboys? Frontierland sucks. I'm going to cry. I need to get out of here. <laughs> Sorry. It uh, does, though. It's boring. I can't remember anything about it, which might... You, you might be right that it's boring if I can't remember a single See? thing. See? But I choose not to notice that. Thank you. But it's the one where he's like pussy posse or whatever. I don't know. He says, I love posse. And I I thought I thought that's funny. Yeah. I still think that's funny. I love that line. I, I guess that we're gonna funny. be able to talk about it, but I love I love the how he says like, you know Can I tell I you guys posse, something? And like it's so funny. What? I okay, so last year for you guys' birthday, which uh, birthdays which are coming up really shortly, I started making you little designs for like little yeah like what? for svn stuff oh okay i think i i think i knew about this you alluded to it but then you were I like i was like never mind it's, it's secret <laughs> but i didn't have the money to like ship stuff to you guys and i also was getting too per- perfectionist about the designs and one of them that i was doing <laughs> for ella was like a mug that says i love posse and it's just that screen <laughs> screen cap of Dean. shut up yeah shut up i want that so <laughs> okay, bad cool. just good to know shut up um yeah Jess, I was gonna oh do. God. I'll pay for that. Was... I'll make that if you. If I send you the design. Okay, cool. <laughs> Jess, I'm, the one I was making for you was like a little rosy mug with different cartoon versions. Oh. <laughs> but um, okay. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. But then please, I was working on some please. other no stuff that is that is better for you guys. Like I have a T-shirt for you each too. <laughs> so working on that maybe this year oh we'll get it done. I believe in, in me. I definitely owe you a birthday present from last year. No, you year don't. I, I didn't give you lofty anything. Lofty dreams. I had lofty dreams, and they've not been fulfilled. I mean, These same. That's it was the same thing. All right, shall we get out of here? I know I've delayed it so many oh times. I'm sorry. Okay, we can talk about the posse magnet quote and post next week because yeah. there's a great post about it. Absolutely. Goodbye. Bye bye. Catch you guys next. <laughs> what do we week? say? Bye. Love, love you. you. Love you. Actually, <laughs> I've decided to go evil, go dark side. I don't love you anymore yeah none of you wow well Ow. i love luna still shout out to luna <clears throat> just Bye. luna yep none of you fuck jack no no <laughs> listenership <laughs> jack no i love jack i love i love jack jack doesn't listen to the pod though so it doesn't apply to jack okay yeah. i would never not love jack okay. this is the constant of my being i love jack Okay, so bye. I love good, Jack. I was just checking. How's that? <laughs> Is it good? Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. Catch you next week. Bye. Good